Hello, my name is Doug, and this is Mr. Wright. This episode is called Where It Came From, and I'm going to be talking about writing prequels. I do have uh, notes on this episode based on some things I've recently been watching and reading. But first, originally this title was called The Stuff You Love, which was a reference to a Patton Oswalt bit, who's a well-known comedian, who talks about how he would go back in time and kill George Lucas with a shovel so that he would not make the prequels. And basically his whole premise was, I love the stuff I love, I don't care where it came from, in terms of Boba Fett, the Death Star, and Darth Vader. With that in mind, I proceed. Writing prequels can be tricky. I'm going to bring up a couple examples and then get into uh, more of the writing dynamics in terms of the prequels. Solo, a Star Wars story. This was not a good example of prequels, as well as the Star Wars prequels. I'll just keep going with that. Basically, it goes back to that Pat Oswalt bit. Yes, it is a decent idea to write a prequel. Um, it can give your characters a better backstory, a bigger backstory, a more detailed backstory, if you don't have the time to get into that in the original piece, which I don't know if there's a name for... There's prequel and sequel, but there's no quill. So I'll call that the present piece, uh, or the current piece, or the quill. Solo was not a good example, neither were the prequels in Star Wars. In fact, it just muddied the waters, and trying to explain certain things, which, once again, backstory, fine. Why does Boba Fett hate Jedis? Because a Jedi killed his father. Okay. Did we really need to see that? No. Uh, in terms of explaining the Force, which of course rankles me even more, uh, being a Star Wars fan, but explaining that the Force is not a mystical feeling, but these things in the bloodstream called metachlorians, that's silly. Just because there are things in your current piece does not mean they always have to be explained. There can be an air of mystery. Thus, with Boba Fett, there was an air of mystery of what turned him into what he was. That made him cool. That made him a cult figure. Then they explained it, and it kind of ruined the mystique. So remember, sometimes less is more. On the other side of that coin, I did finish watching the new season, or the last season, rather, of Better Call Saul, which is the prequel, quote-unquote, uh, to Breaking Bad. Now, in terms of Better Call Saul, it actually has reverence to the source material, and it is kind of cool seeing how Jimmy McGill becomes Saul Goodman and who his ex-wife is, who's on the other line of the phone on a few episodes. Uh, and you see how Victor Salamanca became, you know, trapped in a wheelchair digging a bell. And how Gus Fring built not only his empire, but the super lab underneath the laundry facility. And how... The other chemist who meets Walter White, whose name I suddenly can't remember, Gail Bodiger or something like that, how he becomes involved in this super lab and the meth empire that Fring has built with Los Hermanos uh, Poyos, or Los Poyos Hermanos, something about Chicken Brothers. Now, in terms of writing prequels, if you decide to do it, you obviously need to have a reverence for the source material. You don't need to have characters who act out of character who will eventually 
act in character in the current piece. Uh, you want to stay true to their voices and supply more of a grounded approach to their pasts. Now, in that, you can have characters act out of character if you're going to have the inciting incident in their lives that will push them to act in character later in said current piece. Once again, I'll use the Boba Fett example. Now we know why he hates Jedis. Also, while writing prequels, it is fun and usually accepted to add foreshadowing to the events that will happen in the current piece. Adding that foreshadowing can do two things in a major way. One, if a reader picks up the prequel first, it gives them an idea of where the series is heading and may intrigue them to read the second uh, book in the series or the first book, but it's the current. I'm not going to get into book one versus book two versus book three versus one as a sequel. That, can, that would get confusing. But in terms of that would entice them to read um, the current book, uh, they go, oh, wonder what that means. And then when they read it, they go, oh, that's what that meant. And of course, you can foreshadow the sequel in the current one. Um, I've done that in my first novel where at the very end, a character says something cryptic and I'm foreshadowing what's going foreshadowing what's going to happen in the second book. The second thing that foreshadowing can do is set up the concept of fate. Now, some writers like that and some writers don't. Obviously, it's a matter of personal belief uh, or the world you're building. But you can set it up in that these characters are fated to go through these actions and end up this way. And you can foreshadow that or make it obviously blatant that it's fate. It's predestined that these characters are going to end up in a certain fashion, in a certain way, in a certain mindset, by the current piece, by writing a prequel. And you can set up what transformed them to do that that was predetermined. Now, fate's a tricky thing. I'm not a fan of it in terms of my work, but I've seen it used well. Um, I don't have an example off the top of my head, unfortunately, but... I'm sure having, uh, if you are a big reader just as I am, I'm sure you can come up with your own examples. So those are some of my thoughts in terms of writing prequels. Uh, it also gives you a chance to introduce new characters uh, that you can just dispose of if you need to. That if you feel burdened during your writing that prequel, you can go, well, that doesn't matter because they're not in the current piece and we can kill them. Uh, or have them come back in a sequel if they survive. If you feel like you didn't get enough of that character. Or the readers feel they didn't get enough of that character. So you can also you know, use it to introduce new characters, new concepts. Play with new voices. Um, and still be in the same comfortable uh, sandbox of the first piece you wrote. So that's all I have on prequels. So remember... If you keep writing, they'll keep reading right on. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.
Yeah.